0: There's no problem too big or small, no issue too hot or cold, and no subject these gentlemen won't talk about. Let's head into the lab to see what they're working to figure out today. Welcome to Figure It Out. This is George Grumbach, and we've got an awesome show for you coming up. This week, Centauri and I sat down to talk about a topic near and dear to our hearts mentorship. We both benefited over the years from great mentors and have been mentors to others as well. We talked about the value of mentorship and how to be an effective mentor, which, as anyone who has ever tried to relate to a young person knows, can be no small feat sometimes. Please share us on social media, give our Facebook page a like, that's enough about that. Let's go. Let's get into it and get down to it. Welcome to Figure It Out. This is George Grombacher. Joining me as always is Centauri Minor. Hello, folks. Helping us move from awareness to action today is? Us. Us. We. We are. The two of us. (laughs) And the topic today is mentorship, which is, for what I can only imagine, has been so important to you Mm -hmm. in your professional work and probably your personal work or personal life, but we're going to find out about that a little bit. Um, do you have a, one mentor relationship or mentee relationship that stands out in your, uh, your life
1: um, yeah, um, yeah on both M- mentee or me being a mentor so a mentee relationship uh, with um, Hector so I met Hector through Boys Soap Girls Soap Arizona where i now chairman but at that time I was just um, tutoring him in Cal pre and calculus and then became his mentor. And that's a relationship that's gone on for seven or so years. So I'm so through the end of college or through the end of high school. He's now in college and he's someone that um, I like to talk with uh, from time to time, and he'll reach out on how to do things both in school and in life. And it's been a really um, fruitful relationship, I think, for both of us, especially me. And then from being a mentee, so having a mentor, there's a local businessman rick west who's been really really helpful in helping me guide um the professional landscape and just really giving me good advice and asking really really critical questions about why i'm doing things or why i'd like to do things and it really helped me
0: excellent and poor hector is probably deficient in pre-calculus and calculus so that, i'm really really good at those subjects. oh i thought yeah. you were an english major yeah, sir but uh wow. math in high school renaissance I'm, I'm man
1: rena- renaissance man
0: okay wow Whatever you need help with, go ahead and direct those questions right to Santari. Give um, Well, so value in mentorship, I don't know that you can quantify that necessarily, but we're going to give it a shot. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that I think a good example of where a mentor and why a mentor is so valuable is think about a goldfish. And a goldfish, if you leave it in a tiny bowl, will remain the same size. But apparently if you put it in a huge bowl, it will grow enormous. Did you know that? I did not know that. And I don't know if it's true or not, but that's how the story goes. Okay, gotcha. And it's kind of the allegory of the cave where if you're unaware, rather unaware of the world around you and you're just in that echo chamber, if you will, you'll never grow past that. That's fair. Okay. So the value of a mentor potentially could be to turn you on to new um, important things or give you new ideas, give you advice. Fundamentally, it's a role model. Right.
1: I think mentor... Uh, uh, big value of mentorship is, so I take it from the professional stance of giving you a leg up and hoping you see things that you wouldn't see otherwise, going back to your original point, especially for young professionals that are coming up in the ranks. They need someone who has been there, done that, and can really help guide them and also have them see what they might be missing. So for me, it's looking at who are those folks that can help me figure out is this the right move to make in my career or is this a organization that I should be aligned with or do you feel my skills and expertise are aligned well for this and what will help me grow? And having those people that have been there to say yes, no, think about this. It's so invaluable. I think the best advice I've always given young professionals is to find a mentor rather formal or informally that can help be your sounding board on that. And I think a big thing that I've seen that has been great is... Um, when people find a professional board of directors, so a group of maybe five to eight mentors that they can go to, uh, maybe episodically, periodically, just to say, these are the things I need help on, can you help me on, help me with these things, and really be that kind of sounding board for advice or just guidance on certain things. And it's, I know for me it's been, um, it's been woefully helpful, and also for folks that I've seen in the field and uh, other folks my age, it's been the best thing that's really leveled them up in their careers.
0: Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that, certainly. And a lot of the time, I think that you can look at a certain, certain groups or, or communities and realize when there is not good mentorship taking place. And that's in any environment. Centauri and I are both fraternity guys. And if you are part of a Greek system that does not have good alumni support, then the inmates are running the asylum <laughs> to a degree. And that's sort of an unpopular statement apparently right now. But that's how it goes, right? Right. Or if you're part of a, 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 an urban community um, where there's not a lot of mentors in place, well, then then the cycle tends to repeat itself. So the value of mature leadership, if you will, for, 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 for lack of a better term, um, I think is invaluable.
1: And you think about... A good thing that a mentor does is help a person see what success could look like, especially if that mentor looks like them. And so you look at, uh, I would just take the urban community or people of color. Having a mentor uh, that looks like you, that's been through it, but has been successful, says that, oh, this guy's been through the exact same thing I'm going through, so I know that it's not insurmountable. So that's one thing. And two, they are someone that has your back, which is something that, no matter who you are, you need that person. outside of your just parent or friend group that can say I got you no matter what and I think mentors really provide that that stability for for
0: kids and young adults and
1: adults actually I
0: I always I I think it's fascinating that if you look at and I, I I don't necessarily like using sports references but I think in this example it's 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 fairly easy to understand and somewhat appropriate that if you go to a high school that has a lot of students that have gone on to play division one sports and even professionally, then there's a high propensity for other students to continue down that mm-hmm. path and play division one or play professionally versus if you go to a school and nobody's ever gone D one or played professional sports, well then your odds of doing that are very, very slim. This people have cleared the path and you can see and reach out to folks that have already done it. You see the success. You see the, the success. success. Yeah. Yes. You see that's actually possible versus well I don't even have any idea how to go about that. So, um, so talking about what it takes to be an effective mentor, um, there's uh, the the book How to Win Friends and Influence People. by Dale Carnegie is, is probably one of the one of the greatest personal success books that's ever been written. And one of my favorite uh, rules that he has in there is give somebody a great reputation to live up to. Right. And I know from personal experience that when I was in college, I had a guy a couple years older than me, his name was Frank, um, he said, hey, he, he took me aside at the beginning of my sophomore year, he said, you know, I think you should really be in a leadership position and you should run for whatever office it, it, it may have been. And frankly, I had no thought of doing that, but since he told me that he saw that in me, I went on to to hold several leadership positions. So. It's crazy how that works. It is interesting
1: how, how just finding someone that believes in you does that. And I think more and more, um, I would say young people need that in their lives, especially today. And the efficacy and the research shows that the more that you have those people, those adults in your life, the loving, caring adults, the better off you will be. In fact, some folks argue that it's probably the number one indicator of success will be um, if you have a loving, caring adult in your life who's constantly pushing you, constantly being on you, constantly having you hold or holding you accountable. And also doing things like saying, I know that you can be this, I know that you can do this. So live up to it. And that person will usually, um, I had a boss that had the term um, raising achievement by raising expectations. So if you have a mm-hmm. low bar for people, they're gonna meet that low bar. But if you say, I can achieve, you can achieve this this, this height, you can do these things. People will try oftentimes
0: succeed at doing exactly that. So you need mentors to kind of raise the bar for people. I think you hit on some really, really important things. I was having a conversation with a gentleman the other day, and I said that I really think that people today are yearning for accountability. And he disagreed with me, and I think that he's wrong. Um, But, man, I think that people want to be held accountable so badly. I think that people want to have expectations put on them so they can rise to meet them. And I think that that's so lacking today. Yeah, if you don't have those expectations at at hand and don't know what
1: you're what you're striving for, how would you ever how would you ever set a course so that you know what you're doing? How would you ever know what success looks like? And so going back to the idea of mentors, having that person in your life that says, all right, centauri you should be doing these things it doesn't seem like you are what's what's happening what's going on how can we get you back on track how can i hold you accountable to do the things that we we know that you can do And i, I agree with you george in that people i i bet people are craving that and they don't know where to begin or where to find that and i don't think that the thing would be like your your mentor or that person is probably not going to be and probably shouldn't be your spouse or your parent it should be someone that you respect outside of those very intimate relationships that says. I can give you objective and really, really good, candid advice on things. Someone who's been there before, someone who has your best interests in mind. And people either don't see the value in that or feel like they don't have the time to seek that out or are just going throughout their day to day saying, I'm just grinding, I'm just doing what I do, I don't need to think about that
0: and I think that's a that's very damaging. Yeah. It popped into my mind that there's a term that I've been hearing lately that is the soft bigotry of low expectations. Oh, okay. And that really resonates. People get stronger and develop grit when they're challenged and they're held accountable and there are short deadlines and high expectations. And if you don't have that, if people say it's okay, the world is stacked against you, there's nothing you can do about it, well, then that person's probably pretty fucked. Right. You need to ask a lot of people because people have a lot to give no matter what their environment might be. Agreed. I think the more,
1: so on the counterpart or kind of counterpart of that, I, I worry that people who are in in positions to be mentors go through life saying that I don't have time for that when it's. And I don't think those people realize how much mentors play in their role. So no one ever gets a success alone. Like there's no one who gets there without someone helping them. Very uncommon. There's, it's very uncommon. So that person is probably a mentor, maybe not in a formal capacity, and maybe you didn't recognize it or realize it, but someone helped you become successful. And I really do think that it's our, our duty to make sure that we pay that forward and say, all right, if I'm here in whatever capacity, personal, professional, whatever that might be, I, just, I have to do that for someone else and I wish that we created a culture of that that included you know the expectations and
0: accountability to what you were saying mm-hmm. so I think that we can all agree here that there's extreme value in a mentor-mentee relationship now it's no small feat to be an effective mentor and it's mm-hmm. no small feat to be an effective mentee but I think that for the purposes of our conversation today we should talk a little bit about what it takes to be an effective mentor because we have a limited amount of time So from my experience, I know that um, when I really became a mentor, I was probably in my early 20s. That's when I did the most effective or at least uh, that's when I started to become an effective mentor and I was mentoring guys that weren't much younger than me. But the difference between an 18-year-old and a 23 or 24-year-old is a lot. Um, But for me, I approached it with very much a learning mindset and also I approached it doing my best to remove my ego from the situation. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going in there to educate or to get these kids coached up. It was more, I understood probably where they wanted to go, but I wanted to help guide them as opposed to pushing them where they wanted to go. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense necessarily or not, but I think that, that, that people want to be pulled rather than be pushed into things. Okay. I yeah, or go, take the journey together. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I
1: think for me, it's been um, as a mentor and someone who's mentored younger folks, and then also people older than me. It's adding that vulnerability piece. So being open, being being open and being accessible, and saying these are the times where I failed and it sucked, and this is what I did, and this is where I can tell you to not do that. So being vulnerable and being candid, but also. I think a key part of that is also learning together. So going into things and saying, all right, you're having this issue. I'm not the expert on that, but I would love to be the person that you could lean on on this. So let's learn about this together, or let's talk about this in a way that would get us to um, a shared purpose in that. And I think people really, I think people really resonate with folks who are not, as you would say, uh, ego-driven or, or guarded. It's just someone that you feel you can be vulnerable with because they're being vulnerable and having a great conversation where that person's very, very accessible and open to dialogue about whatever you might need.
0: Right. Yeah. And understanding that when I come into a situation, um, when a mentor comes into a mentor-mentee relationship, they... 99% of the time, have the experience, have the wisdom, have the knowledge, and that's the reason that they're the mentor and the mentee. That being said, if we're trying to get to some kind of a goal together, this kid is trying to graduate high school or go to college or be successful in their career. The mentor can have a great plan, and in fact, they can know that my plan is a hundred out of a hundred. But if the mentee thinks that that plan is a fucking sixty, well, that plan's not going to work. Versus if the mentee has a plan, and it's a B minus, well, let's still try to work with that plan and tweak it up a little bit because Agreed. they think that that's an A. Right, and that's hard for people to understand. Yeah, I think if unless you're going into it with the if you're going
1: in with the savior complex, it's not going to work. So if you're going in thinking that you're going to change this kid's life because you're you, that's not how that works. But if you go in saying, "All right, we're going to," as I said, this is a journey that we're on together. How do you feel like you're going to be successful? I think that would be great. Night. As we get to figure out what the prescriptions are for folks who are listening, it's as I said before, it's. It's disheartening to, to think that there are so many people, for instance, uh, like big brothers, big sisters, there are so many kids on the waiting list because they can't find bigs because people feel like they're just too, too busy for mentorship, which is, it's sad to think that people who are, have means, have uh, success, feel that they're, they can't take however many hours out of a month to sit with the kid and say, we're going to get you to college or we're going to get you through job training or whatever their goals are. And so my my challenge to folks listening would be find a local organization, nonprofit, whatever that might be, business group um, that lo- is looking for mentors and see if you um, can find the bandwidth or time in your schedule to join those things. And it's not just kids that need mentors, it's young professionals that need mentors, it's people who are trying something new. I mean, it doesn't have to be someone that's younger than you. It could be someone who's new to an industry It's who says, I've been a physician for the last 40 years and now I'm in tech. I really need someone to be my guide in this, that is mentoring them through that. And so being innovative in what mentorship relationships could look like, but also being open to being a mentor.
0: Yeah. And for all the conversations that that, that we've had through the course of this podcast, um, the whole thing is awareness to action. And if you're frustrated or you're not happy with something that's going on in the world or your community, well, the only impact that you're really going to have and the only important impact you're going to have is at the local level mm. because you and I are not going to change national policy. Right. Donald Trump can't even change national policy. He's the president of the United States. True, what you can do is put your money where your mouth is and get involved at the local level, which is what you're talking about. And you are very busy. We're all very busy. Everyone's busy. But you need to approach this with a full engagement mindset and be 100% mindful and and active um, there when you are with your mentee. Um, I have always thought that my 100% undivided attention is probably one of the greatest gifts that I can give to somebody, and it's so rare. Uh, And so when you're going into meeting with a younger person, a couple of things. definitely need to be fully engaged and fully present when you're with the person. Don't, do not try to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm talking to the old guys out there, which is me. Do not try to be cool. Do not try to put yourself on whatever level or coolness you perceive them to have because you are already very cool in their eyes because you're a successful person and you're taking the time to spend time with them. So that's definitely a piece of advice that i want to share with people is is don't don't bother with that just just be 100 percent as authentic as you can be
1: i think the authenticity, authenticity is uh you, that is a good point i mean kids they they see through bullshit they right through want, it yeah they just want uh, the person that they sign up for to just be who they are and they'll respect that and you'll resonate with them more and i, I like that idea
0: yeah so and definitely patience um I I, I don't think that saying you need to be a good listener is a throwaway because I think we can all be better listeners. But you need to be patient. Let the young person communicate their thoughts and articulate their thoughts before you try to go and solve the answer um, or whatever question you think they might have. Always ask more questions.
1: Yeah. As we said, the savior piece will never work but leading someone to the answer so don't give anyone the answer to say, all right, what do you think about this? What will get you there? Helping them, empowering them to get there is probably the most effective way to be a mentor, give, giving them the tools to do it on their own.
0: And you are active with a lot of nonprofit groups, but let's talk for another minute here before we wrap things up about how people can go about becoming mentors. Oh, that's it. Okay. Um, I think depending on where you
1: are in your life and depending on how much time you have, I I'm trying to think, just for our folks that are nas- listening nationally, uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters is a great um, organization. Boys Hope Girls Hope uh, is a- another great organization in a lot of major cities. If you're local, New Pathways for Youth is a great organization. So that's a big one in Phoenix, and then. I would say look in your whatever industry you are and find out where the young professional organizations are in that and then figure out if you can become a mentor to those folks so if you're someone who's um, mid-30s or I wouldn't even say that seasoned in your career one of the best things you can do is kind of adopt a younger person who's right out of college or someone that wants to get in your field or industry take them up to coffee once a month and just sit down and say all right what are you doing about your goals what can I what can I do to be of service where can I help And that's mentoring. It's not something that you have to do every week for three hours, it's being a resource, being there for coffee for once a month, and being that person that they can come to when they say, hey, I'm thinking about switching jobs. What should I do? How do I negotiate salary? What should I do in an interview? Uh, Do you know this person? And having that increased network goes a long way. So folks who are listening, I would say, look into those local nonprofits, but also think about if you're not into mentoring, you know, kids or young adults, See where you can be an exemplar in your industry and find someone who's younger or up-and-coming in your industry and mentor them.
0: Excellent. Well said, sir. Well, if you like what you heard today, please subscribe to the show. Give us a like. uh, And also, please feel free to uh, tag somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this or would enjoy the show. And feel free to share us on social media. And as always, keep questioning because the struggle is real.